one woman's spiritual journey for truth takes her into the depths of the new age in an encounter with ayahuasca and with Jesus himself, all on this week's Spirit Answers podcast. Well, Valeria, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Oh, no. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, this is totally my pleasure. Um, so you have a uh, remarkable testimony and, uh, eventually in your testimony, uh, you, you're in, in an ayahuasca ceremony and Jesus saves you, uh, from that particular experience. And that's kind of your way out of the new age. Um, and I'm really excited to get into that, but before we get into that, I want to take it back to, uh, where it all started for you, uh, in your childhood. And just ask you, what was uh, your uh, spirituality like growing up? Okay, um, well, I I am from Bolivia, South America, so it's a very um, Catholic, um, you know, country. Like that's a um, that's the main religion that I guess. So I grew up on Catholicism, and yeah, my my family was just a very Catholic sort of devoted. Um, family where we went to church on Sundays and and we were like a race uh, oh, we, we went sent to a Catholic uh, school too so yeah so I was I I, I grew up uh, you know like very uh, familiar with the Bible and every day we will pray we'll know the parables and so yeah it was I guess we were instilled really great values at school but I guess along the way when you start you know growing up and and when I started sort of like, um, uh, I started having a lot of like the teenage years issues, I, I needed more. So I was, I was getting closer to God. And then I, I met my ex-partner, he's a Nazi guy, and he was pretty much just like an atheist. So uh, pretty much that's when it, um, for me, I went, I transitioned from being a, Catholic and then started like you know really quit um uh questioning a lot of the things I heard about the church and everything so and plus being with him he's a very like um confident person in his beliefs and so it was quite easy to just be talking to like no this is actually not right and I don't think God exists and so I sort of like was straying away from 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 religion in general so um but yeah, so that's how I pretty much I went to just not believing in anything. And then, and then um, I started getting more and more into the new age, but it sort of happened. Yeah, there was a lot of different different things that happened around it. So around the time, so I'm just going sort of like, um, just uh, sort of like a big sum up of the whole thing. But um yeah, it was pretty much. I was, I was, I was, um, I was um, instilled with all the Catholic beliefs. I think, and always going to church. It was more like a, like a doctrine instead of like a relationship that I have with God. Um, and then that pretty much, just as I said, it started developing after I I came here. I came to Australia. I moved with my partner. I got married, and it was I was still quite young actually I was maybe I was 21 I think 22 when I got married so it was a massive change when I decided to 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 move here into Australia with my ex-partner 
and all those years um were quite difficult like I was nearly in the relationship for eight years maybe six of them married and it was a difficult relationship um with him um so I I was but I was so far so far away from like God and everything was just really hard but then from then after eight years I pretty much just um I, I, we separated and, and that's what sort of started for me, uh, that I started getting into the new age. Um, it was true him actually, because he really had it hard after we separated and, and I went on to, for me, it was a new journey being by myself. I think first time in Australia, I, I was, um, pretty much, um, just going to start a new life from zero after I separated and I I was in a better place because as I said after those pretty much eight years of like ups and downs and it was tough my my ex-partner was suffering uh, from um, PTSD and then there was some alcohol issues and <clears throat> yeah that was and we had a massive age gap too there was a lot of issues so after I separated I had a a period in which I I sort of like mastered the strength. I had a really good friend that helped me and I took me in the house. And so I sort of went excited with life again. So that's when it sort of started happening for me. And it's sort of like, uh, it happened at the same time as my, my ex-partner who was going through a tough time, just happened to find this um, on Facebook, this, a, this group of people called the Ancient Awakenings. So these people used to use a lot of, they used to do a lot of different ceremonies, used to use psychedelics uh, like ayahuasca, mushrooms. They used to do the combo, all those um, ancient sort of life practices. And that's how, then suddenly I started, I started seeing a massive change in him, um, like from pretty much just being really heartbroken. Uh, we started talking again and, and he, and he said suddenly he told me he was gonna do ayahuasca. And I said, Oh, I said, Oh, yeah, fine, that'll be that's fine. And and then before that, oh, before that, he'd been doing some like breath work, all these meditations. So he was starting to already look a lot different. And um when I started like I I started seeing him coming like from all these meditations and play you know all these gatherings and then he started teaching me just to do some breath work and he was buying a lot of you know different new age books and he was sharing a lot of the stories that he was learning so and it was after that he did ayahuasca oh and I think it was in that time I started he gave me a book that I think pretty much started everything everything started with this book and this book was called the serpent of light and this book uh, was written by this guy called uh, and Melchizedek. And I had heard about him before in the past so from a, of my best friend who went through that sort of awakening and she was into all like the conspiracy theories. And, and then she just went into a dark time and then she was sending me a lot of these videos and that's how she sent me this guy and he was an expert on sacred geometry. And that's how... I had heard, like, I remember watching these videos and it was bizarre, the feeling it gave me. And then suddenly when I, you know, when I see this book and, 
And my Spanish starts like just telling me about this book, saying, you know, you gotta read this book. Pretty much it talked about the Kundalini of the earth and then how this, um, this uh, the Kundalini of the earth will move from place to place according to, you know, the, the changes in like the, 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 the earth, uh, the way the earth was rotating and everything. It was just, all, you know, how it goes. <laughs> so, um, I was pretty interested in, in this book when after he said, and there was something calling me in this book. So I started reading the book and it was a full on journey. And there was a lot of like, and this guy, it was in, it, because it was about this, it was from this written by this guy that I had heard from before. Um, yeah, it, like the stories were um, pretty much, uh, he'd been to different places around the world. Uh, gathering with different tribes and doing meditations and healings in the air and trying crystals and he'd been guided by these um but is this oh, the Egyptian okay. god is this Egyptian god um it's the one with the, the like the ibis looking what is his name thought so hmm. it was like he pretty much this guy uh, had been like you know um guided by this master thought which is an Egyptian god that it was a really intense story, you know, going mm -hmm. really like deep into the mystical world. Uh, so pretty much he had turned up in one of his meditations. And from then on, he asked him to do all this series of meditations and drop different crystals in different temples around the world and different, they, they, they call the different chakras of the world. So this guy had been like doing years of like traveling, traveling around the world and gathering with tribes and in groups of people and he was told you gotta get this amount of people you gotta get this amount of crystals and you gotta go and drop them in these specific places at this specific time so it was a really full-on 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 like um story but it was so colliding with my um my journey i was about actually to go i had decided to go on a trip after you know like oh tough years i said i'm gonna do something amazing so I decided to go on a big trip and I went, actually, I went to Alaska, I went to Mexico and then I went to the Grand Canyon. And it was insane that all those places where I've been to, that I decided to go to, where like they had to do with the places that were, where these guys had also dropped crystals and everything in this book. Wow. So I was like, yeah, it was pretty insane. So I've been in the Grand Canyon, I've been in the, exactly in the, what is it called, Antelope Canyon. And that was that was a massive, very sacred place for this Anasazi tribe. And this in this book, they talk a lot about the Anasazi tribe, Anasazi, sorry, civilization. And you know, it, it was it was pretty amazing. Like it was something that was just clearly it was forces from somewhere else that were gathering and were like really, you know. And there was I was there was I was feeling I was just feeling so amazing. I was feeling there's something this spiritual world was just like coming like it was almost visible and this was probably a big contrast compared to your catholic upbringing right yeah yeah and if that's why it just felt amazing it felt yeah. great because everything that was being said there was like you know there was no wrongs anymore there was no wrongs like whereas before it was like no, you know, everything was just like, you know, you're going to go to hell. And like, like my upbringing was just like, you can't do this. And 
in also being in a Catholic, you know, Catholic school, it was, yeah, everything was just, no, you can't do this and that and that. And yeah, it was so different. And as I said, after being in, <clears throat> after being in, you know, traveling, I was sort of reading the book as I was traveling. And wow. suddenly I was in, suddenly I was in Mexico and I was like going into under these like, you know, cenotes, these like underground, like caves filled with crystal water where they used to do, you know, the Mayas used to do their rituals. And these are all, these have been all the places that were written in this book, but I hadn't even like finished reading the book. I didn't know. So it was insane. And so, yeah, after this massive trip, I think I came back and, and I was questioning life more. I was meant to, um, I, before going on this trip, I had finished my diploma of nursing and I was, I was pretty much just ready to go to uni for another two years and do my, finish my bachelor's of nursing. And, but then I decided to do the trip because I thought, I think this is one in a lifetime opportunity. I can, I can travel now and with my best friend, I was going to meet my best friend in, 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 in LA. And so that's how I decided pretty much just not to study yet and just go on the trip. So when I came back, it was, that was a dilemma. It was going to be like, am I going to study or what am I going to do? Because I sent something. It was like my, my mind, something was happening. Like this awakening was like about to just happen. So then it's when my, my ex-partner did the, did that's his ayahuasca uh what's a ceremony for first time and i saw him like he as soon as he stepped in the door after coming back he was there was just the energy the presence it was something i can't explain so and i saw his change he was just transformed from then and he used to have he used to have be always frustrated and angry and and all short-tempered and it was a different person and then oh, he was preaching with love <laughs> and wow. then he started to he started to pretty much just like sort of like imply that I should do ayahuasca <laughs> but he didn't want to see tell me do ayahuasca he, he, he just was implying and then he was teaching me more breath work and all these things and I was listening to all the new age music he was listening I'm thinking there's something up with this guy <laughs> so yeah did, did he ever tell oh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you I was just gonna ask you real quick no, did he ever tell you what that what that experience was like for him what what he went through what is it what he went through yeah did he ever explain yeah. yeah when he was when he yeah. uh when he had his ayahuasca experience did he ever yeah. describe what that was like for him yeah well yeah i mean he <laughs> he couldn't really put it into words and i understand mm. it why now because when you're going there it's something that you can't put into words i think it's just definitely just for the spirit but the thing he explained was um he said he he was embracing he had just become turned into energy and had blended with everything else and he was one with everything he understood we all just love pretty much that was the end message and he just pretty much just cry every time he could remember that moment and i just completely broke that hardness or whatever that, that hard part that all his struggles and everything just become it started becoming easier for him so then I missing that was like, oh, I don't know what's happening here. And then I was 
and then I had just enrolled to uni and I was and back then I had my I had three dogs and we had a house with him but he was going to but sell the house after that and he, he was going to give my like he he's asking me if I wanted to keep the dogs because he was willing to give them away and I, I just said no I'm going to find something my dogs aren't going anywhere so I was stressed thinking how am I going to do this like how am I going to find a house now by myself or that I needed to find a property with three dogs and so I thought it's okay I'm going to be I'm going to believe that it's going to happen and so for me <clears throat> so for me sort of like um started uh started like sort of like becoming a little bit harder in a sense of like how am I going to study and I'll have my dogs and I have, I have to pay a property the rent and but um I still was like enrolling uni and and I thought, but I wasn't happy with that. I'm thinking, I think I'm meant to do something else. I don't think I want to pursue like nursing. What do I do? And then he was talking to me and I was seeing the changes. And suddenly I I think I said, I just started scrolling these videos on Facebook. I oh, know, sorry, in, in YouTube. And I was thinking, I think I was fine, I was looking for an answer. And then I suddenly have this video explaining pretty much sort of like the theory of Drumbal and Melchizedek again it just came back and Drumbal and Melchizedek had a theory of how we've been become to earth and then he started explaining the you know um uh, all these uh um old civilizations and how we actually came through what do you call this place um you know all the the that we can't, that we came from Mars and all this, you know, how yeah. the story goes, you know, all the theories and all the, um, I'm just trying to remember this place oh, that is meant to be on the, in, a, a civilization that sits under the water. What is was it called? Like Atlantis? Yes, that's it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So it was like Atlantis, yeah. So supposedly it was like, um, uh, so yeah it was all this series was just going you know pretty much just talking about that and for me that was uh, something told me into spell like this is it like there's not such as god this makes more sense on how earth has gone this this is right this is it so and you know based on what i was seeing in this video i thought why should i do something i don't want to do like i'm not i no i'm not gonna do nothing anymore so i decided to to pretty much um um yeah, I just not got to, 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 to uni anymore. So I canceled my subjects, everything. And, and then I, um, and then that's when I pretty much went to my fund and I said, I'm not going to do it anymore. And he was actually so happy to hear that because he just clearly wanted me to do something I was going to be happy with after he had just discovered, you know, his new life and he was going to sell the house and he was going to go travel and he was going to go to to Peru and he was going to see this tribe and, and and he was just planning his life about doing all the healings and all that so and that's how pretty much I started uh, I did my first ayahuasca like he pretty much said you should do ayahuasca so he come in he, can, he just come in contact with all with the shaman that did the ayahuasca actually no I actually went with him he's like I'm going this day would you like to come <laughs> oh god Mari. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what it started. Um, and just before that, though, like I was, I met this guy, which is my current partner. <laughs> um, and he, yeah, he, I, I had, I had met him years before that, 
and he he was a he's a Christian. He's a very you know like devoted like Christian. He loves Jesus with his everything, but he had a massive crazy journey. He was a musician. He played with a really famous band, Australian band. So, um, so I had just sort of met him before this happened. I was sort of like going out hanging with, around with him. So I went and did this the ayahuasca, uh, you know, ceremony, and everything <laughs> was turned up, up, you know, upside down. Um, so I pretty much uh, it was uh, I served. The, the end result of it was that all the trivial things for me went. Like for me, I had just come back to my spirit. Everything I saw there was pretty much just, and I had, I was like loved earth. And because I also, I guess, have a background, an indigenous background in, in Bolivia, you know, we come, we got the Quechas, Incas, all these civilizations that I used to, you know, believe in so many gods and so I had got a part of me that, you know, loves it and loved all this, you know, ancient, like uh, the other culture, the traditions and all that. So I saw a lot of that in there. You know, I saw the earth and Pachamama and all this, you know, this gods and everything that goes with it. So, yeah, and result that's, that was that, I had got back to my spirit knowing that I am, you know, that I am one with the world, I'm energy, and that I didn't, that I need to love myself and love the rest and forgive. Forgiveness was a massive, um, a massive uh, lesson, I guess, for me. So it was, it, I gotta say, it was one of like, the most amazing things I have experienced. And from then on, it was that hard because. I came back from that and all I wanted was just to be in that place where I went to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so hard, like life started becoming a bit harder, but easier sort of at the same time. But then I just had to sort of keep it up. So I started, you know, getting involved with all the people doing these ancient awakenings. And then, and then I started seeing all these people trying to do the, um, what was it? So trying to, to get you into this network of people saying you can do this it was, it was funny it was I couldn't understand it or was what, what exactly what they were trying to do but it was like network marketing but they were like using it with a spirituality yeah <laughs> so mm -hmm. it was like and so they had a product and then they were like preaching like every day just like saying that they will start like posting things like you know the whole story for the day you know that we love we this and we all can all forgive and all right and then and then you just sort of like bring people into it. And then they start, they had some sort of like, you know, environmentally friendly products and stuff. So there was a lot of these happening on the side. And I was, and then I was seeing all this world, you know, Reiki, yoga. So it never ended, never ended. And the more that I was getting into that, the more I wanted. So I started doing some, uh, you know, mushroom ceremonies and it was all like and I had in my home and I had my friends and I had these cacao ceremonies and we were experiencing really and I just even just with cacao you know it, that's not even like a psychedelic but we had a few of those in my home my house with my best friends it was always with girls and we were experienced <laughs> these spirits coming in like there was 
once it one once um we were all with my friends uh, we started and I would do a prayer and then I started speaking this love they call it light language suddenly one night when I was on my own and I was just doing a meditation outside I just had this urge to start talking and I started talking in this light language and it was it sounded more like you know like a language of a tribe you know like an Amazonian sort of language it was insane and with that I would start crying and feeling all these all these these emotions and from yeah it was it was quite intense did did you know what you were saying at that point um I yes um and I and I started using it a lot and yeah it was a lot of like it was it was like a message of like you gotta love yourself you gotta forgive you gotta know your worth and it I cannot be honest, it felt amazing. It was insanely beautiful. And in my, I guess, deeper in the, in the deepest part of my heart, I just wanted to help people find that healing, you know, through right. that. And so I, I started doing the ceremonies. That's why I started doing mushroom ceremonies. And that was my idea. But I started seeing the people around and they started doing like sort of their retreat days and and they did um, like three days and with, where they had a shaman and, and a few a couple of those days they will do like clean eating and meditations and then they will have the psychedelic journey and you know will break people you know completely and mm-hmm. just open up and vulnerability so and they were like charging something like three thousand dollars that they, they retreat or wow. like you know a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars i i was i was willing i was paying money here and there to go and experience it all so, and like you said, you, you you just wanted more after every experience, right? It was never yeah, enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was never enough. And the thing is that along this, <laughs> this journey, um, I was getting really involved with my current partner. In, but I was for me, it was like, this is an upper relationship. But, but I was pretty much the first time I was experiencing something like that. And it was a really intense, intense um relationship uh we both like like you know latin american he he's argentinian i'm from bolivia and i think i've always been a very passionate romantic woman and it's only i meet someone like him but he had a wild past and he had a wild present so we both collided and we were just having like really intense crazy time together as i was going through this and the funny part is like through this he was very blunt with his faith and he will tell me you're lost <laughs> tell me you're lost you don't know what you're doing <laughs> and and but and I was thinking and I used to get really angry so I, I'm not angry I used to get angry but at the same time I felt like I had a mission by meeting him I felt that there was a destiny that we were meant to fulfill and I felt when I first saw him after two years because I had met him before I felt like I thought this guy is has a lot of like wounds inside he needs me and because i had experienced the ayahuasca ayahuasca broke me completely in that sense all the past you know like sort of like um conditioning of like oh this person is like that or no you just can't get involved with someone like that look at this now look at his past his history you know it was all the opposite i saw him with so much love and compassion regardless of everything i knew of him and and he was also blown away because he was opening up himself a little bit more and more and and I was just forgiving him and even though it was hard for me I was like no it's all right that's what we're here to do it's here to forgive 
But then along the way, success started getting a bit more messy. I was, I was doing a lot of mushroom ceremonies. I, was, I had done another three, another two ayahuasca ceremonies after that. And they all were like insane. The, 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 after, the days after every ceremony, like for me, it was like, this is normal. I know what to expect. But clearly I was being like visited by like spirits, demons. I don't know, but it was scary. Like it was scary. I remember after one of those ceremonies, I had to, like I wasn't my partner anymore, but I was still staying at the house until I had, until I found a new house. And I said, can I please, can you can I please go to your bed? Because I'm so frightened because I could feel the presence of something. And it was scary. And he's, he started saying, maybe you shouldn't do any more, any more uh, ceremonies. But, and then I thought, no, I'll be all right. So I kept doing I, I did also like this DMT with the, is with the frog, what is it? The, the toad, what is it? Yeah, the sap, what they call it, the toad, the one that has the, the secretion in the back and then they make it into DMT and then they smirk it. And it's, it's all like, yeah, that's, that's sort of an ancient practice. So it's all like with the purpose of healing. But wow, it was doing more damage. <laughs> was it something where it was like at first the experiences were more of love and, and peaceful and eventually they got to be a little bit more scary or was it always a, a combination? Uh, it was a combination. It was a combination. Mm. But it started getting messy in like, um, as I was, I guess, with my partner. I mean, oh, okay. with, my, with my current partner because he was, it's funny, he was showing me like sort of like the, the darker side in the sense of like we were doing stupid things to, together. And at the same time, I was trying to help him and heal him, but he was dragging me and he was trying to try what I was doing. But at the same time, that he knew that he had to always bring God into the situation. And, to, and I used to get angry. I used to get really mad at him because sometimes he would be really blunt and bold. I'm thinking, you're contradicting yourself and you're just not showing like a good Christian. <laughs> so yeah. that just threw me off, like put me off. Uh -huh. But then suddenly there were times that were really struggling. I was struggling with my past, I guess, with my insecurities as a woman. They were bringing up, but after just experiencing all the beauty of all the psychedelics and feeling so strong and according to me I was heading to a place where I was going to open a center like a ceremony place where I was going to do healings and I was going to do like operate a yoga center like that was in my mind that was what I was wow. heading to so and but then <laughs> Louis it was like it was so turning really messy and and all my insecurities as a woman after be feeling so strong after the ayahuasca because you feel strong and powerful you you go back to yourself you know you can achieve anything you know it's you are your own god you are god wow. <laughs> so i felt powerful i felt strong and i was doing things like i've never done before like you know i started doing uber for instance just to sort of like side job with everything i was starting to plan on doing and like I am not a good driver like I mean I don't know the best driver but I felt strong I said I can do this I can do anything so I was doing it and it was just the, the feeling of power and strength and and confidence was insane but when I was with Louis and all the things that we were going through all my insecurities as a woman were starting to come through and the moments I started like I felt like I was losing control and I didn't and I wasn't 
going to go to meditation or, 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 or ayahuasca or something, I was feeling really helpless and, and scared. And, and that's when, you know, I would, I would start like, you know, feeling a bit broken. And then in, in, in some of the situations, Louis would come and say like, we'll, pray, we'll play a sermon in the car. And I'm listening to these sermons and I'm thinking, these people are saying a lot of things that make sense. And why is it that I am I'm feeling so, you know, annoyed <laughs> because it makes a lot of sense. And then I'll see him in the midst of all our issues and he just not being a nice person or anything. <laughs> he was finding so much peace and he was, and, and then I will start crying because I'm just feeling crap inside. And then he just will hold my hand and say, look at it let's pray okay and he will start praying and yeah no the power that he brought with his prayers were something i never experienced before and i thought okay there's something i'm missing out on and i there's something here that doesn't make sense why is it that i'm such a spiritual person i'm doing all these ceremonies and i can't reach what he just reached with a simple prayer Wow. And, you felt uh, it just that I'm much thinking, there. Yeah. Wow. And then it started to become more often and he'll pray. But at the same time, because it was like a fight <laughs> I'm between the two of us, because I will pull him towards my side. Let's go and do ayahuasca mushroom ceremonies and we will experience the most insane and beautiful things. And then he was pulling me just because he knew the truth. But also, he was also trying to find himself amongst his own chaos and mess that he was going through, you know, his own healing. So uh, we ended up doing ayahuasca together with him. <laughs> and so we did ayahuasca together. That was my third ceremony. So the one before the last one. And after that, uh, and it was an insane ceremony. Also, my best friend came there, and we just lost the plot there, literally. Because you, I don't know, you meant to be there on your own, but because we were all we knew each other, we were just all like going, gathering, crying, and and it was insane. It was crazy. And then after that, you we finished, and we all going to come together. And and Louis hasn't said much yet of what he's seen. And I'm thinking, he, you know, in, in, like in, in myself, I'm thinking he's finally gonna come out of it. Like I was just like sort of longing for that moment for him to do ayahuasca, so he could experience what I experienced, and he could just like go back to a place of peace and and just finding himself. That's what I thought was gonna happen. And then he comes out of it, and he says that like after, hours after, he's like, I was right. <laughs> and I was wow. like, What? What are you talking about? <laughs> So what did you see? And I was like, well, I was being told, what are you doing here? <laughs> Haven't I told you? Haven't I shown you everything already? What are you doing here? And he was, he, he saw all this, you know, like the statues, the skirts with the horns and everything. And for him, it was a really tough journey while I was going through like, see like, you know, angels and, and at the end, you know, also was going through dark moments, but I was also seeing the beauty and everything. He was going through a really rough time just pretty much is being told that he already been shown the truth wow. and just to stay calm there and go and hug a few people there that were struggling because we did it with another maybe 20 people that these ceremonies were huge you know with a shaman and people were like doing you know purging and, and they, they were like just going through their own demons and 
And he pretty much was like, go and hug these people and be there for them. That's what he knows on cartel. Oh, yeah. He's like, all right. Because he wanted to lose it too. But he's like, it's all right. Okay. But I know the truth. So I'm thinking, why did you see that? Like, I just, I was just thinking. And then he's telling me, Violet, you're lost. And I just got angry. I'm thinking, this guy is not good in my life. So like, I had to walk away from him. Wow. <laughs> so I was thinking, no, I'm thinking, no, I, I don't know. He doesn't do any good to in my life. But somehow we just remained together in our crazy story. Everything was just going crazy. I had a bad car accident. And I'm thinking, and I don't know. And it's funny because I thought everything was fine. And so I'm thinking, this is all part of the growth. But everything was just going downhill by that time. And, and then the moments that everything was just so wrong, I just didn't know who to look at. I'm thinking, what do I do? Should I sit in meditation? Should I pray to Drew Balu? or should I what do I do like should I pray to Pachamama and then that's when I realized and Louis used to say say Valley one one why do you have to look at so many things one focus Jesus and you don't need to pay for nothing your healing is free and I was just confused because I was I was angry at that I think why am I angry at that and at the end of the day, it's like, why wouldn't I want Jesus in my life? You know, if he's just has so much to offer to this guy, that there's all the wrong things that you can find peace. <laughs> I was, uh, it was just driving me nuts. And as I said, I had a car accident. I knew kill myself. My car was just gone. And after that, wow. he comes into the house. Like he comes in there. He comes to see me after the accident. I was at home. I mean, nothing happened. I just have bruises and stuff. And I'm thinking, please don't say anything bad. <laughs> First thing you does, he's like, it's like, Violet, can't you see the elephant in the room? And it's funny, I had a, <laughs> I had a, like this clothing, this sort of like this, um, this fabric that had like an, like into like, you know, elephants, sort of like goth looking like hanging covering one of my wardrobes it was massive and next to it he had come and he, he went to jerusalem and he brought me like the start of david and he hanging next to it oh wow <laughs> but he yeah and so it was insane so he's saying can't you see the elephant in the room he tells me and then he's like oh actually the elephant is in the room and i'm thinking i think just go away i'm thinking why can you do this to me i just had an accident and you just want to come with this it was like so mad but then I started like thinking, I'm thinking there's something that's just not right here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not right. I'm not being able to have control anymore. All the beauty I used to feel, yes, is there when I do all the effort to meditate, but does it have to be this hard? Like, so ends up that I, I used to know this crystal, crystal shop, this crystal, um, the owners of this crystal shop are, um, are from Peru. And I have met them previously like in, after my first day was the session I thought I need a crystal I need a crystal and then suddenly I see this shop hidden there and it was a crystal shop so I'm thinking what is this so you know that's the interesting part like everything just starts happening like there for you you need this and it's there and it's there. so that's why it makes them more like credible it's happening this it's right. working like you know the spiritual world's working out there right all these synchronicities yeah exactly mm -hmm. the synchronicities that's mm -hmm. it even the books, oh, it was insane. It was very interesting. But so I ended up that I found this crystal shop and I meet him and they're from Peru. And I'm like, wow, like you're from Peru. And then I grabbed this crystal and that's how I ended up meeting the family. And 
and and and they were beautiful people and I'm talking to them and I, I told, told them about ayahuasca and then so we, we sort of remained in touch then they ended up opening a bigger crystal shop and so I became really good friends with them and I started buying they used to sell the, the what is it called the um, crystal bowls uh, you know for singing and so I bought I was buying crystals everything from them so I ended up sharing my experiences with the lady and the lady that owns this shop she reads the tarot she does reiki healing and and we started talking with her and um and they ended up like going through a journey where they someone just came from nowhere into the shop and say we need to do this healing in Uluru in here in Australia you know it's another like aboriginal site very sacred and it's like, we need your knowledge. You have knowledge that we need from you. So it was from nowhere. So this person didn't know, but she started in a vision. And so that's how she can start telling me all the story or what they went through. And they ended up going through Uluru and all the synchronicities and everything was paper and everything was just insane. And they did this massive meditation and healing in Uluru with all these people from around the world. And like people that look like, Egyptian gods and everything it's just that she was telling me it was insane and now here I was like this is incredible because everything I could relate to was the book I read about you know the the serpent of light it's like that's exactly how it happened for Drumbalo these you know Todd went to to tell him to do all these things and that's exactly what happened to you so and we are just experiencing you know the, the love and we're really crying and so we're starting to get very close together with her and I'm and we're saying like we should get together. We should get together, you know, one of these days. Ends up that one of the, that suddenly from nowhere, he, um, he sends me a message and he says, oh, sorry, she, the lady, she says, um, I think there's a reason, there's a divine reason why our, our paths have crossed um, and we should, we should get together. Like, can I come and see you? And I said, yes, yes. So <laughs> she ended up coming to my place with her husband and Louis happened to be there he wasn't meant to be there and then I also told my other best friend to come over and so yeah so they came and then here we sit at the table and she says I you know I know like you start explaining all these beautiful things and then she said um the end um what did she say um in, in like in like summing up the path the safe path to get to god is jesus <laughs> and i was like Whoa. i couldn't i was like thinking what like well, what like i didn't expect that because you know i knew i had a crystal shop i knew they were doing all the healings reiki all these things and i'm thinking i don't know if this makes sense to me um so she said like yes and and I'm, and I'm thinking, what about the, our ancestors? You know, and all these things I used to see, and all the, 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 all the people I can also get to, they, you know, they can guide us. And for some reason, I was just so fond of Thoth because of the scenes of, things I've seen of this, you know, Thoth master, this, this Egyptian god. And, and she's saying, and she just said that, and she said, like, I'll teach you to pray. Prayer is the most important thing. And Louis sitting there, like my partner now, and he's just like, 
And I was, because he would not convince me. He would not get me to do any of that. But the moment he said it, because I was, you know, so um, I think um, felt connected with this lady. I was thinking, I don't know what's happening here. But I'm not the person that you would tell me to do something. I will do it. I need to feel it and understand it. So we went like, oh. So, yeah, we pray and and ends up that, yeah, like she pretty much just, just was trying to help bring us to the Lord. And, wow. and I'm saying, and I'm saying, but I'm saying, but what about, it's just, and she's just like, you know, I think it is the safe path. Like it is the safe path to get to God, Jesus is. And she'll say, oh, she, she pulled up her massive Bible as soon as she got there. That's why I was confused from the very beginning, but she wasn't telling me. She's so, showing us all these chronological events and the apocalypse and everything. I'm thinking, I just don't get it. <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, ends up that, yeah, we ended up praying all, the, all of us that day. And, and, and Louis had brought me these uh, oils, um, these, um, what do you call it? The oils that you put on the forehead. Um, yeah, I know the, what you're talking about. I don't know the I name. I know. Of... Sorry. I sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know. Anointing. Anointing okay, oils. Uh-huh. So yeah. So he had brought me some from Jules, and so he just quickly went to grab them, and then she prayed for us and put, you know, anointed, anointed us, and 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 they started speaking in tongues together, like Louis and her, and I was thinking, oh, I don't know what's happening here. Anyway, so and then she says, um, if you wanted, I could baptize you. Uh, this this coming weekend, we can do. You want to receive Jesus in your life? <laughs> I just yeah. I was like, okay, I'll let you know. So then after that, that week, I was just thinking, what's happening? And my friend was just like, oh, and my friend's crying and just just she was just more more than anything, just following whatever that felt that was you know whatever the to go to was felt right. But I was like, no, I'm still trying to figure out. And then, I, and then I thought, well, if I'm so spiritual, and why wouldn't I want someone again? I was just like, why wouldn't I want someone like Jesus in my life? So I made up my mind, and I said, yes, okay, I'm going to get baptized. So we went to this uh, other lady's house, and she had a swimming pool, and she baptized us there. And, yeah, so, and I thought, wow, I see Jesus, but I still don't understand it, but I received Jesus in my life. So anyway, and I had, and ends up that already before that, like weeks before that, I had already booked an ayahuasca ceremony that was coming the following week to that. So I had already been like booked and, and I was hesitant about it. I was thinking, should I go or not? Should I go or not? And I, and, and I want to pause real quick. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I just want to clarify. So was this person, did she also, was, was that her goal the whole time was to uh, share Jesus with you? Or did she also believe in some of these other things that like, she, you know, like the crystals and things like that, that she was telling you about it? Yes. Yes, she does. Oh, she certainly, that's what I was so confused because coming from wow. her, she does crystals and has a massive crystal shop, does tarot. It's like you go into her room and it's just all the possible practices in there. But then when she was telling me, I was just, that's what I was confused. But then that's why that's why I ended up saying, okay, I'm gonna go to this ayahuasca ceremony when I want an answer. I think that was the moment I just felt like I need an answer. Like God or whoever, I need an answer. Please, I want the truth. I want the truth. So I got to the place and it was a different, it was a different place uh, where they from what they usually you know held it in the past. So in this place, it was like an 
octagon. It was a room with full like glasses in, in the middle, like you know, the, the contrast beautiful. And the room had like paintings of all Indian, you know, in Indian gods and in and monks and in in what is it called? In um yeah, you know, Tibetan like monks and and they had angels, statues of angels and lions. And I was like, what is this place? <laughs> so I went in there. And the first time I went by myself with no one else. And Louis just was nervous. And he dropped me off there. And he said, all right, I'm like, just pray for me. I don't know. So I went in there and I sat and I felt something was going to happen. And I looked right in front of me. And amongst all these paintings, it was the last supper right in front of me and I'm thinking something's gonna happen tomorrow <laughs> so it all started I drank the you know I had a drink the ayahuasca I lay down and I'm just waiting the same sort of like you know process because it usually was like a process it sort of started and I didn't know it was happening it was happening and then I started like going through a bit of a dark journey and then and then but I was showing all the beauty and in all this and you know what's interesting in all these like journeys I was shown things like you know the Indian Americans that they were playing and then showing me the fly of the eagle and it's like it, and it was it was showing me like in a in a like in a mantra like focus focus release and fly high and it was insanely <laughs> beautiful so I was suspecting that and also like I was going through issues with um with um you know it's sort of like my my sex life was crazy in that moment you know I'm just opening up myself I guess we knew we were going through that really dark journey because he had been had been in a world of drugs and music and sex and all that and I was new in a world where everything was fine I could do everything I wanted and before that, I guess somehow my Catholic values just always help me from just going crazy into just, you know, like in that world of experiencing you know, sex and, and all that. So I was struggling because I was getting to know his life and I was getting to know all these, you know, insatiable, you know, like thirst for like more and more like passion and sex and all that. So when I was working out that in one of those in, in a previous ayahuasca ceremony, I remember like seeing this massive snake that came. It was a massive head of the, the darkest snake I could have even seen, but it was so dark. It was, it was um, so enticing and it was calling me and it was calling me and I'm going and I'm feeling, you know, the passion that you feel when you're, you know, experiencing sex and it's just endless. It's just, it's just like an addiction. So in that moment, I could hear the word Artemisa. Artemisa and then it was like this I met I don't know I was somehow very connected to the Indian you know American the Native Americans so they telling me call Artemisa call Artemisa and then I'm like calling Artemisa and it's like Artemisa and it will go away it's like Artemisa and go away and I will go back into focus and you know alignment and everything so that was all these insane things that I was told and I was seeing there that's why it just felt so legit so I was experiencing the spiritual world and the craziness that is out there so um after that um pretty much I 
so I was expecting that, you know, I was in a, in a journey. I'm expecting to see all these things and the thoughts and the, the, the lessons. And, and suddenly <laughs> I started feeling the darkness and all the things that felt like were nice before. It felt like, I'm like, what am I doing here? This is horrible. And the first idea was like, these are, de- these are demons. They're, they're demons. They're like, and I felt so, so frightened. And I'm thinking, please, I just want to see the things that I used to see. Where are they? Where are they? And then I feel the presence of the most almighty thing you could ever think, think of or feel. And I suddenly felt I was on my knees. And I could only see his, I could, so I, no, no, I couldn't see his, uh, yeah, I could only see his feet. I could see his feet, like in his throat on the back. And I know it's Jesus. Wow. Jesus is here. And suddenly the word saying, deceived, deceived, deceived. And it was wow. coming like deceived, deceived. And all the images of everything I've been doing came past, like just like in a movie through my eyes, deceived, and bang, thought comes up like that, standing around in front of me, it's like deceived. Wow. I was like, yeah, it was, I was like, I felt like I wanted to, you know, like, I was like crunching, thinking, oh, everything I held on to so tightly, how, how can I be, like, how was I deceived? Like, how can this be wrong? And then Jesus is there. He was there. I couldn't see his face. It was him, his presence. And he was pretty much just saying, he, I suddenly he saw his feet. And just by looking at his feet, it was like the understanding of who he was. Like his walk is, is the, the, the real walk, humble. And I could see his feet with, you know, the sandals and the sandals. It just told me everything about him. He's a humble man. He's wow. the way. He is the way you follow me. And then he was like, you follow me. You walk with me along with me. And I'll show you and I'll reveal with you the things that you need to know as we walk together. And he's like, no, none of this. Leave it outside. Doesn't matter. In my question, I was like, how is that bad? Like, Because I was just struggling to renounce it all. And I'm thinking, how is all this bad? And he's telling me, money. Money. And I thought, okay, yeah, that healing is free. Healing through Jesus is free. Like, this is money. And then I started seeing the link, like, taught with the Native Americans, with the mice, and everything was just showing me. It was just too much. And then suddenly I see his hand, and I see the nail being, like, you know, hit on in his hand, and his blood splashes on me. And he says, you're covered now in my blood. Become my blood now with you. It was, yeah, that was it. That was, after that, I saw it and I, I was sold. I was, for me, that was, that was it. It was like, that's it. What am I doing here? I know Jesus. And, and he did it like that. He showed me everything. His presence was like almighty and, and it finished. It was like this, bang. Like we couldn't stop to a movie. And I was out of the journey early when it used to last like seven hours, eight hours. I was out of there like in two, three hours, I think. And that was it. Wow. And I was, and I could see, and I could see everything around. And I was like, 
I could see everything. I could see everything that was happening. And it was like a girl next to me just going through a horrible journey. And it, it was making the most like scary noises. And I thought I couldn't see all this. Oh, and then he would show me, see, see, it's everywhere. He was telling me that it's everywhere. It's so sneaky. You wouldn't even notice how he sneaks in, how the evil. And he was telling me it wasn't meant to be this way, but it happened. And now we need to get it out of the roots. We need to clean it all, get it out of the roots. All these evil. So there's none other way through me. You watch me walk with me. That was it. So I came out of the journey and yeah, that was it for me. I was like, that's it. This is the last ceremony. I don't need to do it ever again. That was it. So my partner came and picked me up and I looked at him crying because I was just a mess. And I said, you were right. And he could not believe it. They could not believe it. And when it's, I'm telling him what happened in the car, he was like, praise Jesus. Like, I didn't see you coming out of it. And, and yeah, and it happened as, you know, as I usually find Jesus right after that. I spoke to my best friend who was doing all the time. He was following me on my whole journey. And also was in my relationship. So it was a whole mess. It was a mess, messy, messy situation. But ends up that because at the same time, you know, my partner was a Christian. The moment I said what had happened to me, she said, you are just excusing yourself to be with this dude. Like, and I'm walking out. And she walked out. And she walked out with everyone, <laughs> with all my friends. So suddenly... I was all by myself, just like this creature. I was like, everyone walked away. I was by myself. And I'm thinking, what's happening? So the whole world like fell apart again. Wow. But I thought, I need to find Jesus on my own now. So I think I'm not going to talk or ask anyone to teach me, but I'm going to do it through the Bible. And I'm going to grab my books and everything that I need to know about Jesus. I'm going to do it on my own, one-on-one with him. So my partner was around, but he was still in a messy journey too. So we were, he was like, he was there, but he was in and out. So I was by, my, by myself in a country, no family, no friends. It was horribly tough. I was broken. But the more like broken I was, I started going, you know, into the Bible and reading the scriptures. And that's how I started feeling more, you know, the, the, God speaking to me and telling me, I'm with you. I am with you. Walk with me. And it's going to be tough. I'm taking the people away now, but I'm going to give you so many new friends. I'm going to give you so much. Like, it's, you know, I'm giving you my foundation and I have to break the old foundation you had. So that's why it's hard. So it was the toughest thing I had to go through. And I remember one morning waking up and I was just struggling. I remember Louis saying, you got to get rid of everything you used to use in new age. Like you got to get rid of everything. And I was thinking, stop it. Like it was already too much for me. And I was like, I'm not, because it's hard. You transition. You just don't go from one day to the other because you're still holding on to this. You still have strongholds with this stuff they used to do. Right. And it's hard. It's tough. It's tough, right? Because then you're like, oh, I'm not cool anymore. Like, supposedly, no, I'm not cool anymore because I'm not doing this stuff anymore. So, everything that I 
was identified with was gone suddenly. So it was horribly tough, but my 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 mind getting stronger. So I started like to see, and I started reading the scriptures with the Holy Spirit. I finally started understanding how the Holy Spirit is a mind of God. He's he, God is like you know guiding you to understand the the, the scriptures through the you know through the Holy Spirit and everything just made sense and so I started going you know by my own will into the scriptures and searching and searching and reading and one morning I woke up and and I felt and it's funny I had this book I had found in an op shop I had two books I found in an op shop one it was a devotional and the other one was um the other one was um uh, it was an, about al- alchemy and it was and he had taught in it I didn't like how did I didn't I didn't compute and I grabbed it I bought I bought both of those books and that both of them were on top of my like my bed and one morning I woke up and I got up and I thought I was just so uneasy and so depressed and so broken and I thought and I felt that something was torturing me that was how it felt like torture and I started screaming and I went on my knees and said God please help me help me what it is that I need to do help me why am I why is my life so broken and then it was like a voice of thought it came to me go and grab that book and throw it <laughs> wow and <laughs> not I subtle at all my, yeah, <laughs> and, I went, and I went into that room and I grabbed and I saw that book and like come on it was a dark book of alchemy and you have to open the in the in the front i'm like what am i doing with this on my head sleeping with that there you know like with this book on my head on top of my head and so i grabbed that and then suddenly was like grabbed everything so i grabbed a bag and i started tearing my heart like upon like grabbing everything crystals books everything i threw it on a bag and i thought and i just burned it all at night I I don't care I don't care anymore like because one I don't want to feel so tortured and if this is it I don't care anymore I mean I don't care so I threw everything and I mean I kind of (laughs) know if it was or not but but progressively you know my life started getting more focused on Jesus on Jesus Jesus and then I started seeing the miracles around, you know, I started seeing the miracles and then, but more than anything, it was with the, more than in the outside, you know, happening, oh, you know, everything's just like, you know, I got more friends and more money, nothing. It was just all falling apart, but within. And he thought, and, and, and I always remember, it's like, I asked for the truth with all my heart and, and Jesus was there. He gave me the truth. And pretty much, you know, progressively I went on to, uh, you know getting closer and I, I found a church close from home and these people were beautiful and they you know they really took me in and I thought so true you know healing is free healing is free and um and then you know I see having issues in my pond and then I felt pregnant and it was another big journey and again you know I was sort of by myself which only made it stronger for me to go with the Lord and he was just constantly working on you know me and I started putting scriptures on my wall so that was the first thing I saw in the morning you know like you know we walk by faith we know 
not by sight and um I'm always with you you know and and so many nights when I it was unbearable being pregnant and still my relationship with my partner was a bit uncertain he was going through his own issues and and I was still working. I didn't have friends anymore. I didn't have the old, like, amazing life or, you know, being amazing. Because everyone was just looking at me. I call she's a shaman and things like that. I was like, I had, like, recognition of some sort. And then I didn't have nothing. I was seeing this pregnant girl with, you know, working hard. And it was like, I was suffering. I going through a really tough time. And then I had to, and then there were nights where I was, really broken and I remember just putting my hand out like that and saying please Jesus help hold my hand because I can't do it anymore and I remember he felt he put his hand on mine every night and put me to sleep and woke up and I had the strength to keep going because he was truly there for me and that's what it was like for me I'm sold because in the toughest time of all, he, he did um, make his promises come true. Like his promises were real, that he was there for me. And he hasn't stopped. He hasn't stopped. And he's still working in the most marvelous ways every time. Because we still like, you know, after having my baby, it was amazing. Like I just had to trust pretty much that, things were going to work out that was the main thing just to know if it was going to work out with my partner and if it was we were going to be able to make it and me being by myself as a single mom or whatever you know all this fears but then I just kept listening to you know it's like obey me listen to me you know forgiveness is you know it's the only way and I had to forgive my partner for the things that he had done wrong because he had was just walking his Path. and especially when I was pregnant he was he was there but he wasn't and he was still like having his own fun it was just so tough and he did things that really really hurt me so much and it's something I've never experienced before you know I've never experienced hurt in such a way betrayal and then also that lack of you know you feel as a woman start losing your confidence and I felt like someone's so scared walking around in the world and but then I just kept going so full force you know listening to sermons going to the bible and and he will just show me you know these things like um to forgive to forgive to obey because obedience is the only way I know it will be hard but the reward is immense when you know you go through the hardship to that dark valley because he's only making you new and like the last one was reading or listening to the sermon where he said we are new wine in Jesus and you can't feed new wine in old skins it will burst the whole like you know I think they used to store it in old skins and leather skins or I'm not quite sure where exactly it was but it will burst if you put it in, in an old skin. You always have to be a new skin. So we, when I heard that, it all made sense to me. I thought, yes, I can keep trying to be the person I used to be with all my old foundations and just wanted to please, wanting to constantly please this world. 
and and want to follow Jesus. It's just not possible. That's why you constantly will you feel your your path diverting because you're still trying to follow the world. You're still trying to follow Jesus. It doesn't doesn't they don't grow together. We are and when I hear like you know we are citizens of heaven making our way on earth. Oh, that really hit me hard because I thought it's true. We are now in Jesus. We are and we have to do what he tells us and shows to do otherwise it's not us. so the toughest part for me was like having to I guess forgive you know my partner so I can build a family with him but the moment I did and I said like I'm surrendering to you God you help me I give you all my burdens I give you all my anger all my 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 hurt please work on me I will do everything I put everything in it's tough to follow Jesus it is tough because no one can just forgive that easily or or just you know give up money or give up all the material world and i'm actually heading towards that you know slowly like i'm like look at my house it's like it's like i don't want to live here anymore i literally want to just go back to caravan i want to leave a beautiful love my daughter and try the best i can with my partner and make it work and and slowly is slowly is my partner has changed so much because same he had to be obedient he had to live a world of you know all crazy things such as the music scene and you see god working it's insane how he works and put things together and it's just it's his timing it just doesn't fail it was insane like yeah. he used to he used to do uber for instance and my baby was born and he happened to lose his license because of a silly move he did on the road and he lost his license. So he once he ended up staying at home with me and the baby for all these months. And it would have been the greatest rehab time for, I guess, him and our relationship in somehow, some some way. It was tough, but he knew what he was working, thinking, this is insane that it happened in, in such a way. And yeah, things are just only getting better now. Yeah, only wow. in the sense of like, yeah, it's 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 insane. Well, that fear is slowly going away more often and the peace that passes understanding is easier it just comes easier even in the worst situation so yeah <laughs> that was much, much, much wow what a what an incredible and beautiful testimony thank you so much for sharing that with us a uh, couple of things i i want to highlight um one, I, th I thought it was really ironic you could, because you said you saw a serpent sometimes during your ayahuasca ceremonies, right? The mm -hmm. serpent. And, yeah. and it's ironic because not only can we associate that with, you know, the, the enemy in the Bible, but that was also a part of the title of that book that that, that originally got you into uh, the New Age yeah. path, right? What was, that, what was the title yeah. of that book again? The Serpent of Light. The Serpent of Light. Serpent. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wow, I remember wow. I used to send Louis the the, the cover of the book because I'm like, I'm reading my book, and he'd be like, God Almighty, like he wouldn't say a word, but now I understand why yeah. his face. He didn't say a word. <laughs> and, and and speaking uh, of Louis, I'm sure throughout this throughout that period, he was praying for you, right? Oh yeah, oh constantly, constantly. He, I gotta say, like God were through him so powerfully because even as i said it doesn't matter he doesn't choose the right people or the nicest or the, no one like he just chooses the most like trouble and hurt people 
to do his work because then you see his glory is true. So he was constantly praying for me. And that's how it also made he made me understand like the power of prayer and who Jesus is. It's not about like, oh, I'm the best person because of my good deeds. You know, I'm such a good person. But he's just merciful, you know, God and Jesus just is there. You know, that's why he died, you know, to, to bring that message of forgiveness, to forgive our sins and, and just, you know, give us a new life. Mm. So, yeah, prayer is now so instilling me. And I'm just, it's only getting stronger. So it's just the spark never ends. When, if we ever think, you know, oh, Christianism, how boring. Oh, no. If you really find Jesus, it only gets better. It only gets more amazing because he's real. The work is hard because he has to literally strip the roots out of something. But he just does it for real. Like he truly works in you and once it gets all those old roots and you know people's his, his roots it's like he says that that tree um we're like trees growing on the side of riverbanks we never stop giving you know like showing our like leaves all green it doesn't matter what the season is it's so true that's exactly how i feel with him now wow wow yeah absolutely beautiful and and I, I love to uh, when you talked about how you were coming out of the new age, even though that was really, really tough. And, and it sounds like the toughest part of your life because you, you uh, your whole world came crashing down on you. Your worldview changed. You lost uh, your way of life. The people that were you were surrounded with were no longer there. But I, I love that God had patience with you because it wasn't right away. It sounds like that he he told you to get rid of the items he 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 didn't give you more than what you could bear. He, he had patience with you and he was gentle with you. And it wasn't until yeah. the right time uh, that he came and said, okay, now is the time to start getting rid of, getting rid of these things. And I think it's that idea uh, or, or that trait of God. I think that we could really learn so much from him because I think that I see that time and time again in these testimonies, how much he meets us where we're at. He doesn't try to yes. overdo it or, or force himself on us in a way that is is not going to be helpful he's always he's always patient with us and comes down to us and um I, and and then you it sounds like from what he's shown you both through just your relationship with him and reading uh the scriptures you're then able to take those traits of god and, and now you can see the fruit of that even in it sounds like in your own relationship yes exactly exactly he's, he's that's exactly right he comes to meet you where you're at it's mm. it's a just gentle god it's just yeah. Yeah, is that's what just we need to seek. I yeah, I read it. You seek a gentle God, you find it. You seek an angry God, you find it. And he's right. like, yeah, seek a gentle and and loving God because you will, you will, and you will be there. Like, doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter how bad or hard it was. How how bad the damage. He's just there to forgive and give you new life. Truly, mm. take you to a bit of a dark valley, but. He's there with you, giving you the strength, even though you think you're, you know, but he gives you the strength. It's just yeah. truth. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one, one more question I have for you, because I know that there are people that are listening to this now that are very, you know, they're, they're either still in the midst of what you are doing as released ayahuasca or other new age practices, or yeah. perhaps they're contemplating getting into that. And so as someone that has now been on both sides, both in, in, in the new age path and doing those different types of uh, practices, 
um, and someone now who doesn't do them and has given her life to Christ. You, you had talked about before how, you know, while you were in those experiences at the time, they felt beautiful at the time it was mesmerizing. However, you, you're living a life now where you have none of those experiences and you're, and you're stating that right now, you would much prefer to be where you're at right now, as opposed to where you're at before when you were doing those different types of experiences. And I was wondering, can you kind of explain that to us? What is it about having a relationship with Jesus, even though it might not be as in your face as those ayahuasca uh, ceremonies? What is it about yeah. it that is, is so much more powerful for you? Well, for me, it is the fact that one, I don't have to constantly, you know, like with the ayahuasca, keep doing it to feel that, whoa, you know, just to take me to that level of like, oh, this is good. It feels beautiful and blah, blah. And keep paying for that. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not free. That's not free. And at the end of the day, it's like, I realized when they, everything was fine with the ayahuasca and all that, everything was just beautiful. But when things were wrong, I just didn't know where to look at. And I thought, where to go to like the bible and now it's like something is wrong i have my bible there with me i got my phone i can go to scripture i can go to sermons in youtube i can reach out to podcasting in, in you know in all these different apps where they have amazing sermons and the thing is that it's as i requested if i say i only need to go wherever i am it doesn't matter you know, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's to be grateful or to, to ask for something. But if I just need to say, God, please, I need you right now. I need you to show me this. Or I'm struggling. I'm struggling so bad. Sometimes I, my struggle is so deep that I doesn't feel that anything else can make me feel better. But then I just go, it's like, God, talk to me. What should I do? Please, please help me find a video in YouTube, a sermon that is going to give me the answer. He just he doesn't fail. He just doesn't fail. If you're looking for your synchronicities that like you look in the ayahuasca that was felt amazing, well, you got them there and you're going to get the right answer. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be the one that's going to have the ultimate, you know, the, 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 the right result, the, the result that is good for you. So Yes, it's just on request. It does just that she just doesn't fail. Doesn't fail at all. Like I was writing on my diary the other day and struggling whatever I was struggling with. And he and I started crying. I said, God, please guy my, my writing right now. And he took over the pen. I don't write like that. I don't write like that. And then suddenly everything that was there was just he is telling me like you know, everything's just gonna be fine. Like my my food is my mana. Is my food is for the spirit, and that's that you know that lasts for eternity. But the things that you get from this world are just only for that moment. But mine, you know, just feed of those moments. Do those more, most more of those moments where you resemble more me and the life that I will want for you, and they will they will remain for eternity. That's what I wrote, and I thought, and it fixed me. It fixed me with that point where I felt like I couldn't go get out of there, like without just my major help. It just did, and I went and I hugged my partner, and and everything was fine. And there was a new day. It's every day like that. Every day, 
the written of my hand. The Bible is there. God is everywhere. You don't even need all those. If you just pray, he will give you the answers. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the way you said that. It's something is you can either cultivate something that's going to last for eternity or you can you can cultivate something that's going to be fleeting. And, um, yes, one of them yeah. is, is, is a relationship. And the other one I think is, is very similar to like, uh, you know, like a drug experience. It feels great in the moment, but it's never, it never lasts. And, and there's no way to never make lasts. those, those, uh, ex experiences, uh, overlap. Eventually there's going to be some emptiness there. And there's a lot of, a lot of manic, uh, episodes, a lot of high highs and very low lows, like you said, yes. but there's, yeah. but it's very different with, with God in, in that relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And one last thing is just like, you know, when there's tough times, as I say, you go in there and you might read something that is just not easy to do. It's not like he's even going to be like, oh, no, it's all right. You know, it's just to make it look good, just to make it, you know, make it better or to give you what you want. No, it's not like that. He will give you what you need mm -hmm. and what you need in that moment will be the hardest thing to do. But if you do it and you achieve it, the reward is a piece of passes understanding is something that you just can't compare to anything, anything. It's beautiful. It's just, man, seek for Jesus. <laughs> Why not? It's free. It's yeah. free. Yeah. Don't look yeah. at, you know, the popularity of like, oh, you know, Jesus or the Christianity that is, you know, all sort of old fashioned Christianity. No, seek, like, I will say that. I will tell people, seek it yourself in a one-on-one -on -one journey without anything you've ever been told but from the deepest part of your heart seek jesus and you will find him he's just there waiting <laughs> for yeah. you know for everyone to make up the mind and just decide to let him in mm. yeah you yep. don't ever regret 100 yeah if you're truly searching for him from the bottom of your heart you're truly searching for the truth he'll make himself known to you and and, and it is it's very different com compared to that you know, uh, especially like, I think you had mentioned yourself when you grew up Catholic, maybe you kind of experienced this. I know I experienced this, like it just feels more like tradition, more like religion, just kind of there's no relationship there. But there's a very, very big difference between that, you know, truly following Christ and the path that he has laid out for you and just following rules yeah. and following following them for the sake of checking off the, the right boxes. And yeah. uh, one of them is, is, is certainly a lot more fulfilling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I have really, really enjoyed this. And I, I want to give you an opportunity. Uh, you've, you've already shared a ton with us today. Is there anything else that uh, you want to leave uh, people listening with, uh, either, you know, both Christians or maybe the non-Christians alike? Uh, anything else that you want to share with people uh, before we wrap up for today? Yes, I actually would like to say something really um, important, I think, for new, for people who find Jesus it's just don't don't get caught up with the with the sort of like fights amongst giving Christians just trying to say, oh, this is right, my church is right, or oh, not, you know. Just don't caught up with it because you'll find that everywhere, you know, like I don't know, you realize that's the real ego. When you gotta so I was always think it's like why why am I doing this? Why am I trying to share jesus of god with people is it to help them or is it for me to show that i got god in my life i'm better than you because when you do it with that purpose you, you start like missing out and then you start saying oh don't listen to that pastor don't listen to this other pastor because you know it's not about that it's about you seeking jesus and asking him for answers 
He might show you a pastor that maybe doesn't have a great reputation, but listen to what the pastor is saying in a sense of like, where's that coming from? Does he have a good shown scripture? You will know if there's something that is just not right, you will know because important, just like we did before this podcast, we pray, pray, pray before you, you want an answer, pray, pray to find something that if you're seeking for an answer, pray to God to give it to you. And then just don't get caught up in the, oh, this is it, oh, the, you know, this is, these are like, like, I was like looking at this post the other day and this page, one of these pages is like saying, look at these pastors, they're like wolves, you know, like amongst people, like they disguise. And I know there's a lot of people that are going to bring things that are just maybe not accurate, but don't judge because we've been there. <laughs> we've been there. Yeah. We're all coming from a place where we are. And we are all coming from a place where, you know, where um, we still, you know, finding answers and, and we all been bad at some point, everyone has a history, or maybe someone is just still working it out. But as I said, God and Jesus, they just, Jesus just, they use the, the wrong people, the people that have more mistakes to, to send the message because they want to see your compassion. They want to see how much you really are listening to him and forgiving, not judging and always giving love. You got to give love to people. That's the only way everyone learns. So that would be my main, my main advice for the ones that are walking into Christianity. Don't, don't, don't get caught up in that and find, you know, the answers in the Bible and sermons. And if you have a question, go to the Bible and ask God, no one else. <laughs> now, I'm so happy that you brought that up. I, I, I see that a lot. And I think it, it does a lot of damage, unfortunately, for people that are maybe on the outside looking into Christianity, because then they just see Christians that are maybe more focused on on these fights with each other as opposed to going out and doing what Christ asks us to do. Which is, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. I think I think it's a trap. I think it's a I think it's a big trap and the, that yeah. the enemy is trying to use to to yes. make us fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The enemy does that. Like it's so sneaky. It's like for, that's why it's like a serpent because it's just crows and sneaks and everything. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well uh, yeah, I'm very happy you brought that up. And, and again, I'm so thankful for, for everything that you share with us today in, in your journey. I, I certainly uh, related to many of the different things that you said, and I, and I know that there's going to be countless other people that will as well. And I'm sure that you uh, will provide a lot of comfort uh, for sharing your testimony here today. And uh, I just can't thank you enough. And right. I will be praying for you for and, and, and your family. Thank you, Alex. No, I thank I thank God that they did send you to do this podcast and have this, have this um yeah beautiful opportunity to share this with people because everyone needs this right now. Everyone needs Jesus in their lives. Everyone does. Yeah. Well, thank I, you, Alex. Thank th- you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It, it, I can't say anything better than that. You're right. Everyone needs Jesus. So uh, thank you. And uh, we will keep in touch. God bless. God bless you too, Alex. Right, thank thank you. you. Well, that is it for the show this week, everybody. Thank you for subscribing, for rating and reviewing us wherever you're listening to us, and for sharing this with a friend. I really appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in. Um, share your testimony, just like Valeria had an opportunity to do so today uh, with me at my email, spiritanswerspodcast@gmail.com. Uh, so you can share your testimony with countless other people and provide the same comfort, hope, and truth that we heard today in in Valeria's spectacular testimony. Uh, Thank you again for tuning in. I will be praying for you. I hope you all have a great week. 
Take care, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye.